Stephen. I almost forgot about that. Kind of a fun moment yesterday talking to uh, Dave Aranda. Man, people like that Aranda interview. Uh, we were just had we had Jay Goble, the women's uh, golf coach. Stephen, it's there. This is a busy, busy time. Volleyball gets the win. Volleyball gets the win. It's Mosley and Simcox, by the way, ESPN Central Texas. Matt, you might a- have the record for getting Dave tickled the most. <laughs> like I think back to when he first came on. Uh, I, I sort of I sort of measure time now with our show, Matt, but either pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, or pre-accident, post-accident. Yeah. And this was this was before everything happened. Yeah, uh, you were talking to Dave, and he quoted a Bible verse. I think you asked him like, "How you, hey Dave, how do you get the guys to kind of buy into being in this bubble and not going out and yeah. partying as school starts?" And he quoted a Bible verse about uh, you know following the narrow path. And I think you came back with, uh, "I just wanted to make sure John Warner heard that." He got a good good <laughs> giggle out of that. <laughs> And the last few times we've had him on since you've been back on on the air, you've had some good. You had that moment. You told him you were going to get an indoor bicycle. He loved that joke. You, you seem to break Dave out of his shell a little bit. Well, I Dave's a fun. Dave's kind of got a really uh, good sense of humor, and uh-huh. uh, and I'm not just saying that because he seems to like my jokes. I, I just no, he's think, got a good uh, dry sense of humor. He does. Yes, yes. I think Dave is. Uh, and I think one of those things I learned from reading that story from Sam Kahn the other day is that uh, that Dave kind of understands that, you know, as a head coach, I mean, he, he's a cerebral, um, you know, very includes, very it includes a lot of people. And I'm, I think he kind of learned last year, one of the things he said is he's, man, he's got to kind of do it his way. And maybe, um, so, I mean, I think he's a very aggressive uh, kind of a charismatic guy when he needs to be. And I think he's kind of come to the conclusion that he may have to lead with that a little more. You know, you've never – what you don't ever do is sort of try to ask coaches to be who they aren't. We used to try to do Wade Phillips like that. You realize, well, Wade's just a really good defense coordinator. It didn't always translate to being a great head coach. But I sort of admired him that he never tried to – when I, all of us were like, you got to do this, you got to say this, you got to be more – you got to get on to people, and that really wasn't who he was. But uh, but you can't just snap your fingers and on the first time ever being a head coach, just have all the answers. I mean, some some of these guys, like Nick Saban, was an assistant for a long time, and then he, I, I mean, he wasn't great from day one as a head coach. I mean, it, it, I mean, um, same thing for um, same thing for Belichick. He wasn't great. Early on, he got fired. Now, I don't think it's going to happen with Dave. I don't want people like, well, what's Mosley saying? But I'm just saying, you, 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 you got to figure it out. You can't just go day one. But I loved having Coach Aranda on. In fact, Stephen, at some point, boy, maybe even Monday, we'll hear a little bit more from that. I, you and I always, after these things, kind of talk about what grabbed our attention the most. And uh, and there were a lot of interesting things from there. Of course, we kind of like to zero in on the quarterback competition. Uh, Steven, I got the sense that Gary Bohannon Jr., I, I'm not saying he has the lead. I, I, I just get the sense that from a culture, leadership, sort of what you want in your quarterback, he's got a lot of that. Okay? And it's not a knock on any of those other guys. I mean, Zeno can, he's got a howitzer. Shapin's like a shortstop playing quarterback. He can throw it from all sorts of different levels. Kyron Drones has just got all the measurables. He's just going to need time to kind of figure it out. But I, I all I'm saying, Stephen, is when I hear Coach talk, uh, when I hear Coach Aranda talk, it just seems like, seems like Gary Bo just, just has evolved as a huge character guy on the team. Okay, and then the other thing I thought was interesting, Stephen. I want you to weigh in on this: is that Petrie, you know, his only thing he he needs to add is bringing everybody with him. I mean, he he, it's like this dude is great. This dude may be an All American next year, but okay, how do you then get all your guys to that standard? 
You know, and, right. and, I, and I thought that's what he was kind of saying about, uh, and again, nothing against anybody else. It's just when you play at this elite level, can you bring some guys up with you? Can you get some guys that maybe have the athletic ability, aren't quite there with you from a leadership culture? Just just knowing every single thing about the position. Can you can you get their guys there with you? And and I, I think that's I think that's kind of what uh, I think that's what Coach was saying about Petrie. Also, I thought this was interesting, and you can correct me if I if I'm off base here, but I think definitely because he Coach mentioned that Terrell was out right now. He's going to be back. He's still working his way back from that injury. But it, Bernard, it, you're talking yes, about. Terrell Bernard. It gave Petrie the opportunity to take that leadership role, and I was also wondering, was that him saying that it gives Petrie a chance to kind of take some responsibility? almost more in that inside linebacker position as well because he he can do a ton of different things. Now, last season he was in that um, star position, sort of an outside linebacker. Safety. He would come off the edge, safety, that type of thing. Uh, does that mean he's also going to come down in the box a little bit more this season? Uh, we'll, I will see when they hit the field, but Jalen's uh, a super intriguing player just because he can do so many different things. And in a defense like this where – Coach Roberts and Coach Aranda like to come from different angles and move people around. I feel like he's used in an even a better way than um, the previous coaching staff with the rule. Yeah, I, 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 I tell you, I think, uh, uh, I, I think you're right on that. I, man, I tell you, I, I just Stephen, and, and also that Apu. Did you get? I kind of got excited hearing about. I know you're. You've been looking at this TCU situation. At some point, I want you to t- talk about because you did it on your your TCU podcast about this Chandler Morris situation. But I, I got excited hearing about this LSU transfer Apu. Uh, I think it's Ika. Is that right? Op- they call him uh, they call him mm-hmm. Apu Ika. Yes, is his last name. And um, and Siaki, I believe, is his, his actual first name. But they call him Apu. And I think he's about three fifty. And moves like crazy, like got got a motor, can move around. Stephen, we saw it with uh, we saw it with 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 Bravion. I mean, if you get a if you get a, a grader, one of those road graders in the middle of your defense, man, you can be hugely disruptive. And uh, I I tell you, I I'm just uh, I'm just uh, I, I just can can you know stop thinking about him talking about Apu. I think. I think that guy could end up being like the breakout star of what's already a pretty decent defensive line. There's there's not a faster way to completely blow up a play than to have a dude like that in the middle. Like if he's if he's shoving the center back immediately and reestablishing the line of scrimmage, then it's huge. And you see it with I mean Aaron Donald is arguably the most valuable defensive player in the league right now because he can get pressure from the interior and you just don't see many players that can do that. And if Ica can do that at six, four, he's listed at six, four, three forty. but coach Randa told us yesterday, I think you threw out three fifty, Matt, and he said he might be a little North of that too, but he's just a massive uh, dude inside. And even if, even if he's not getting penetration, you know, good luck moving him off the ball. Yeah. And Steven on a real sad note, hate to bring the room down, but, man, I, I need to mention this. Um, a guy that was there at Baylor when I was there, and we loved watching. And so uh, I, 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 I think this news is everywhere now. I just wanted to make sure we had confirmed everything. But um, Nelson Haggerty was just a great, great player for the Bears, uh, really good point guard. From 91 to 95, and man, I watched him so many games when I was a student. He and I were basically the exact same age. We are the same age. And he died in a single-car accident this morning. And um, goodness gracious, uh, this according to news reports. And, uh, Stephen, he had been uh, serving as an assistant coach to Grant McCaslin at uh, North Texas and had been the Midwestern State head basketball coach incidentally that's where Grant had been kind of early in his coaching career done really well there Nelson Haggerty had coached Midwestern State from 2011 to 19 after serving in multiple assistant coaching roles he just this guy Stephen was uh 
his senior year, and I, I, I can remember all this. Baylor was going through. He played for two or three different head coaches. There were a lot going on back then. And 10 points, average 10 points a game, so could get to the hoop. But he loved passing the ball. And, and, and I think Skinner had arrived maybe in like 95. Anyway, 5.8 points uh, per, uh, for his career. But in his senior year, 10 points a game, 7.3 assists. 7.1 assists for his whole career. This dude in, in college basketball, especially back then, Iba and some of those guys, they, they, they just weren't a high-flying type game, and they were not getting it up and down the floor as much. To have that many assists was kind of just spoke to incre- how incredibly unselfish he was. Nelson, great dude. He was back in town for the parade the other day, and um, just a really, really neat person. And, and had blossomed into a really fine coach. And, uh, boy, the Baylor community is just uh, is really been jolted today. And as we, uh, as we boy, think about the Haggerty family and, and just everything about that. Stephen, just a really, really tough day. Uh, uh, says it, it, the, the news report I was looking at, and I've been kind of – reaching out to folks uh, who were close to the program back there that, that remember Nelson well. Uh, one of those is a great friend of mine, uh, David Hamilton, who played on some of those teams. Um, he's survived by his wife uh, and four children. And so just, uh, uh, just I mean, it's all horrible, and uh, it just gets even worse when you start thinking about that and the kids and everybody who's uh, left behind. Nelson Haggerty. Uh, age 47, uh, dies in a car accident. And, uh, Stephen, I'll just say I, I knew some of the guys on the team back when I was in school, but we just loved going to the games. We'd go to the Dr. Pepper tournament. And, 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 and during that time, man, we saw Andre Branch was a great player. Uh, Gerard Banks, who sadly also died in a car accident, uh, going into his either sophomore or junior year. Man, that team, though, they had some really, really fine players. In about 91 or 92, of course, David Wesley was there, and then he went on to the NBA, saw David the other night. But uh, Haggerty was just – he was a rock, man. He did not want – he was not out there shooting a bunch of threes. He just ran the team. And he was what a coach – if you were, like, trying to draw up your point guard. uh, Steven, think about, like, Monte Morris at Iowa State. That, that's kind of – that's how he was built. He was built to run the team and, and put himself second. And, uh, and, and Haggerty was a great, great part of the fabric of this program. So, anyway, I, it just, we, it's just horrible news that we're all getting today. Loved watching him, uh, and, and our hearts go out to the uh, Haggerty family. All right, we, uh, we are going to uh, – got some more football to talk we got we got breaking uh, uh, Baylor news, some other sort of NBA related news, and then we, at, at at one forty we got a fun thing for you. We planned a uh, a Zoom call with uh, everybody's favorite walk-ons at Baylor uh, on the on the national championship team. That happens at one forty. That's all coming up next. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies today with a 70% chance of showers and isolated thunderstorms. Highs top out at 73 degrees. It'll be mostly cloudy tonight, breezy. We drop to 50 and mostly cloudy tomorrow. Continued breezy with a high of 64. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. Man put out an APB because Louie is missing. Louie is missing. Louie is missing. Police are asking for help to find Louie. Louie is the minor league uh, baseball team in, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the Chattanooga Lookouts. Somebody broke in and stole the uniform, the mascot uniform. So Louie's gone. Be on the lookout for the lookout. Yeah. That's a good one. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. For qualified buyers with 4000 down at 3.9%. TTNL Extra, see dealer for details. The anniversary sales event continues at Richard Car. 22 years means anniversary savings on all pre-owned cars and trucks. Right, big savings like a 2017 Cadillac ATS sedan for $264 a month. A 2016 Chevy Silverado for $320 a month. Or a 2019 Honda HRV for $242 a month. 100% credit approval is always our goal. Save big during the anniversary sales event going on now at Richard Car. At Richard Car, we give you more. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not. Not that bar or even the man cave think about it the most important thing is your roof it has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best mcadams and sons roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset experienced professionals using only the best materials so for new construction re-roofs repairs or remodels for composition and metal roofs think mcadams and sons roofing first and now mcadams and sons roofing are installing seamless gutters they're insured and an a-plus rating on the bbb mcadams and sons roofing will come out take a look at your roof and handle all the insurance process for you don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof let a real professional you trust do the work for you put McAdams and Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Fest is happening on May 7th through the 9th at Waco's Extra Co Event Center. Don't miss the one hot music fest on Saturday night featuring chart topping artist Parker McCollum along with Flatland Calvary. Come on out and enjoy Texas' best musicians. VIP and general admission tickets are on sale now. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit extracoeventcenter.com today. I can't breathe, baby, I'm dying. Mosley Simcox rolling through a Friday. Steven, has it already happened? Gee whiz. I just measure everything by, like, when did the national title happen? Uh, we do have about 17 minutes from now, we've got a special treat for you. Mark Patterson, uh, Baylor walk-on, just got put on scholarship, in fact, uh, and, and has been a great part of the Baylor program. Jackson Moffitt. Great student, great player, great teammate, and um, and all those fun guys live together. Patterson Moffitt, uh, Jared Butler, the uh, player of the uh, most outstanding player of the of the uh, Final Four or the national championship. I don't know the whole tournament. Stephen was it the entire? I I forget how they do all these things. Maybe for the Final Four. No, actually, I think it was for the entire NCAA tournament. Anyway, Jared's in that house, and then Meyer. Can you imagine those four together? I mean, that's a fun group. So we Zoomed with them, and uh, Stephen did some really good work. Stephen, as always, kind of getting that thing going, and uh, this, is, uh, this is fun. Now, Stephen, um, we, had some, we had some breaking news, though, we need to get into. Uh, let's start with WNBA news, women's basketball, Baylor uh, Lady Bears. Uh, very, very exciting news comes down last night. Now, I think one of these picks, value pick, extreme value. I cannot believe that our good friend Stephen Dijonet 
Did she go into the second round? Did I get that right? Yeah, I know both, she went to uh, Connecticut. Both uh, ladies, because uh, there's only you know twelve teams, twelve picks per round. Yeah, yeah. Um, so last night, Dee Dee Richards picked seventeenth overall uh, by the New York Liberty, and at twenty uh, number twenty overall, Dejanae Carrington headed to the Connecticut Sun. Oh man, I, I tell you, I, I like. Well, you know what I like is. Uh, uh, New York Post has jumped on this, Stephen. Headline, Inside D.D. Dee Dee Richards' Journey from Paralysis to WNBA Draft. And then, <laughs> and then they said, Stephen, the other one that's gotten a lot of attention is uh, Shaq flirting with Dee Dee's mom. I don't know if you saw that clip. <laughs> it's pretty good. I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq. Shaq. I'm trying to remember exactly what he said, but he was like – Something about your mom is fine or something like that. It was so, it was so good. She got in the background of the shot, and uh, all these headlines. Stephen Shaq hit on college basketball star Dee Dee Richards' mom during interview. That must be they must be from England. News.com.au. I think that's United Kingdom. Oh, here it was. He said he said, he said something like, "I'm going to go on." Damn, yo mama fine dot com <laughs> or something like that. I saw it and I just thought, oh my gosh! And uh, you never know what's going to get somebody in trouble. But I think Shaq, Stephen, do you feel like Barkley and Shaq like there's really almost nothing? I shouldn't say that because now they'll get in trouble tomorrow. But don't you feel like those? Those are two guys that could pretty much say anything they want in life. And that's definitely a different show. Uh, funny thing about that, too, and I, I understand it's just polite to do, and it's, you know, it's kind of what you do in interviews, but it was the Tuesday night, like, players-only deal. So it's Shaq and D-Wade, and both of them introduce themselves to D.D. and I'm like, guys, D.D. is a basketball player. Like, she probably knows who Shaquille O'Neal and Dwayne Wade are. I don't feel like you have to say your names. But anyway, it was like, hey, D.D., this is, this is Shaq, Shaq Diesel. He said, they, they, I was looking at exactly what he said. He said, that's pretty good, Steve. O'Neill, who divorced ex-wife Shawnee O'Neill in 2011, <laughs> saw the moment as an opportunity. It was after Candace Parker, who was on TNT, had complimented her, the mom, for being uh, ageless, I think was the word she used. You know, like, hey, man, you just, and she did. She looks, you know, she's, they're, they're all, I mean, you know, beautiful women. And so O'Neill says, to D Wade, he says, "Hey D Wade, I got a new website called Damn Your Mama Fine." <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, um, people are like Mosley. I don't think you should be. All right, um, I just like that that paper made it known that Shaq's single. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq divorced in two thousand eleven. So it's okay, guys. You can say these things. He's o- he's okay saying this. Shaq hitting. <laughs> so, um. All right, Stephen, give us the breakdown again. Okay, Connecticut is where the the, the Connecticut Sun. Yes, they're tied to that Mohegan Sun, like um, uh, like a casino or something. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. But she goes to Connecticut, Dijonay. I think Stephen. I think that's. I was watching all these people, um, and and it was like all these people that Baylor had dominated, and they're like Charlie Collier, number one overall pick. And she scored. She barely ever scored against Baylor. I mean, they completely shut her down between Queen and D.D. and all that. So, anyway, Stephen, D.D. goes to the Liberty, you said. Okay, New York Liberty. And um, and that's why she's getting a lot of press there in New York. Boy, Stephen, D.D. is made for New York. Will she not love all that? She's, she's a huge uh, – she wants to uh, be a fashion designer – and they have Fashion Week and all that. But, I mean, she's got that unbelievable personality. Steven, you don't think Dee Dee will take New York by storm? Oh, for sure. And, I mean, with her with her love of design and fashion, I think she'll fit in great. And just the New York lifestyle. Like, she's a star. Part of the reason she's been on TV a lot lately because of her great story, but also just because she's fantastic on the air. So, she's going to be great there. Yeah, I uh, I am very... Uh, I'm I'm excited about that, and and so this is uh, this one is is going to be you know fun. The WNBA draft, I thought that was cool. They showed a lot of it. 
And so, I, you know, Stephen and I were kind of following at social media, and then we check in every once in a while, and then they told, uh, of course, Dee's amazing story. And, Stephen, your, your buddy uh, Holly Rowe, she really does a nice job, you know, telling all the stories and being in the middle of all that coverage. Now, on the men's side, Stephen, who's gone to the NBA? Um, Davion has made it official, and then, like, yesterday – they, you know, they, he's like, they celebrated him and had a parade for him in Hinesville, Georgia. I thought that was pretty neat. And then, um, Mark Vital makes it official. Uh, he said, villain out. And his nickname's the villain. And he said, uh, he said, villain out. And he's going to declare for the, for the uh, NBA. And Steven, I don't know. I think there's a place for him in professional basketball. I just don't know what level, you know, if he, if he somehow works on his shot and develops an outside shot, he but there's got to be some for some like unbelievable defender, three and D type guy. He's not he doesn't have the three pointer, so he's not really a three and D. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like there's some spot for vital, and yeah. I don't know whether that's G League, European. Um, I, I don't exactly know, but I do think vital will play. You know, professional basketball. I just don't exactly know like which league and all that kind of thing. I think so too. Uh, I I struggle to see the NBA fit right now, but there's also the possibility, Matt. I mean, he might be a better shooter than we know. That's just not his role on this team. The ability to guard multiple positions is huge, uh, and then I think he's a better passer than we sometimes realize. Uh, but I, I think yes. Mark is going to be a really uh, he's going to play in pr- professionally for a long time. I'm just not sure what level it's going to be. I agree with you. I don't see him as a draft pick, but I think there's a place for him. Steven, that made me think of welcome week when I got to Baylor and that was, that was a song that was like the, the, I don't know if TCU did that Steven, place for you. There is a place for you. There is a place for me. Something about all together in perfect harmony. Somebody out there will remember that that went to Baylor. There is a place for you. There is a place for me. Uh, we'll come together in perfect harmony. And then, Stephen, I think I think we got for him one time they came to sing. And then Stephen Curtis Chapman, go West young man, showed up. And he and he uh, performed at Welcome Week. All right, we had some good had some good Christian artists show up. And like every evening, we would go to the Farrell Center and we'd all kind of get together. And um, Stephen, my MinCon leader. Not to get too far into this, and and uh, and her, she was a really became a friend of mine. But she, and this was when I was a sophomore, so I'm I'm welcoming the freshman into Baylor, and we're and she, um, Stephen, this won't shock you. She did not really appreciate the fact that I kept uh, recruiting female members to our group. You know, we kept expanding our numbers, freshmen. She thought maybe we should just focus on who was in our group. And so, Stephen, I was running some outreach programs at that point, right? And we were just bringing them in and trying to mentor everybody. Um, Stephen, did they have anything like that at TCU? Do they do they welcome you in any way? Or was it kind of like, hey, here's your here's your key. Here's your key to the dorm. Go enjoy yourself. Yeah, they, I mean, they did have welcome week, and I went to frog camp. The tricky thing is, as a transfer, because I, I did a year at MCC, they don't have yeah. as many like opportunities as they do for the you know, the incoming freshmen. But I felt I felt welcomed. They had did like you, a, a activity fair and everything. I mean, I felt like I was able to get my feet under me. Frog camp, man, that sounds exciting. I bet that's a wild time. <laughs> uh, Stephen, did did uh, did you go in the transfer portal from MCC? Did you did you I have did. to enter the portal yeah. to go to TCU? Okay. I went in the All portal, right. and that's where I, that's where I found the frogs. All right, Stephen. Um, I was uh, I the, the by the way, I was on I was uh, texting with uh, or actually I was on the phone with him, uh, Scott Drew, and thinking, and we were visiting, and and Scott had to he had to get on a Zoom. I mean, Stephen, it the possible. I mean, it, it it's like they never stop, and you know why you can't you can't ever stop as a uh, as a college coach is because Stephen. There are like a thousand players in the transfer portal right now. I think it was two hundred walk-ons, twelve hundred players. I mean, if you're Baylor and you just had Macy Oteague come through and Davion Mitchell and Flagler's there and EJ's there, Stephen, you don't. You got to keep looking inside the portal. 
and seeing what they are. Now, I'm happy for my Texas friends to a certain extent. I'm, I'm never really happy for the Longhorns, but I am always happy for my friends if they're happy. But I would say, Stephen, the transfer portal and everything else, I, I really am mad alongside my Texas Tech brethren with Chris Beard just, like, gutting that place. I mean, it's not enough, you know, like, to take all the coaches, the players. I mean, it's like, it's, li- it's literally like he's just tried not to leave them anything. And, and I get it. It's he and his staff who recruited some of these players, so they're going to change their mind. And they may come over to Tech. I get all that. It happens. But, man, is there any, like, is there any gentleman's code? Is there any honor? In college basketball, I don't want to get some of these guys into it, but I I guess not, Stephen. I mean, I, I just feel like Beard, he built this unbelievable program. He was beloved. And he's just ripped that thing to shreds. Can you leave and, like, leave something intact? Like, I even feel the cockiest coach in America now that's at Oklahoma, Stephen, he tried to kind of leave the thing intact. He tried to kind of leave Sister Jean and Loyola Chicago intact. So, I don't know, Stephen, that's a rant. Maybe maybe that was uncalled for. I'm just saying, I feel you, Texas Tech. You get something you love, and then it goes away like this. Okay, Stephen, one other thing I wanted to uh, – volleyball, let's, let's get everybody updated. So, so they, they beat – um, they beat the Waves, they beat Pepperdine, and then they advance now. There was some unbelievable win in Equestrian yesterday. They took down number one overall Auburn, and now they advance to like, I mean, they're going for it all, Stephen. I mean, it was like they weren't supposed to beat Auburn. And the horses the horses and the riders showed up and just, and just they went crazy. They're like, we don't care that you're number one in Equestrian world. We, we are horse whisperers. And these horses listened to us, and they went off, Stephen, and they upset the horses of uh, uh, and the riders there of, of Auburn. Okay, great win for Equestrian. And then, uh, Stephen, we, I think we took a tough loss, uh, men's tennis, to the uh, Longhorns. It happens. It happens. We compete. We got some great, uh, you know, got some great rivalries in all the sports with the Longhorns. That's another one. That's a tough, tough team. Mm-hmm. Okay, men's tennis. All right, Steve, did I miss anything? I feel like my man Calderon's, like, responsible for everything. I mean, like, I mean, volleyball, uh, equestrian. Then he runs over and does something else. I mean, like, very impressive. And just so uh, the folks know, volleyball, they play Nebraska, which is another really good program, ooh, um, ooh. at one thirty on Sunday, and that game's on ESPNU. So it is on television, ESPNU. If you want to check that out, one thirty Sunday, Baylor, Steve, Nebraska. It- do you know what seed they are, Nebraska? Now, of course, that'll be kind of a hometown game, but I don't know what they the are fan the, situation they are will be. The five seed. And yes, I realize it's in Lincoln, uh, where they're from. But mm-hmm. I'm saying Omaha. There will be if they allow fans, they would probably have the home court advantage. What'd you say, Stephen? What seed? Nebraska's the five seed. I did Ooh. not see any fans Ooh. in this Baylor Pepperdine game yesterday. There's uh, some people on the bleachers, okay. but well, due to due to Nebraska playing in Omaha against us, I'm, I I think they should not allow fans in. <laughs> okay, I think they should follow all protocols there in uh, Nebraska. Okay, Stephen, uh, some exciting stuff coming up next. We talk to everybody's favorite Baylor walk-on players, national champions, all-around good dudes. Uh, they join us next. Recently on the John Moore Show. We welcome in Mike Taylor, assistant coach for Baylor Baseball. So, big weekend for uh, Andy Thomas in more ways than one, right? <laughs> yeah, Andy, uh, he found somebody that would say yes and marry. <laughs> um, that, was, that was pretty cool. The John Moore Show, 2 to 3 p.m., weekdays here on ESPN Central Texas. 
You want it hot. You want it now. Hot honey pizza, that is. Red sauce, mozzarella, parmesan, ricotta, pepperoni, salami, jalapenos, and a hefty drizzle of Mike's hot honey drizzled on the pizza when it's bubbly and fresh out of the oven. Go to Village Pizzeria at Union Hall in Waco for the unforgettable hot honey pizza that'll keep you going back for more. Visit Village Pizzeria in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Try the hot honey pizza. You'll be back for more. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. There are new forms of the coronavirus. Just what we needed, right? Yeah. So we wondered, are we doing enough to protect ourselves and our son? Turns out we are. Because things like well-fitted masks, six feet of space, avoiding crowds, all of that still works. And getting vaccinated, you know, when it's our turn. COVID may not be letting up, but neither are we. We can do this. Learn more at cdc.gov coronavirus. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show, presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for being the presenting sponsors. Thank you for keeping folks safe. I mean, their staff, they, they stand behind what they say. When they say safe banking, they say, you know, get everybody vaccinated. I mean, they're trying to, hey, hey, so-and-so, you, you can go over here. You can go to the county. to Go, go get in line. They want their people, and, and um, I, 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 the last number I saw was 83% of all employees across Central National Bank have at least had the first vaccination. So, Stephen, when they say safe banking, they got all their people out getting vaccinated um, so they can take care of people, you know, and, and everybody will feel comfortable. Some people don't. Some people aren't scared of the COVID. I get it. I get it. Mosley, don't get mad at me. I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I'm just saying. That's a bank that backs it up. Central National Bank, one of the great commercial banks really in this country. Brian Fonville, Joe Nesbitt, what a group. Okay, Stephen, uh, we had an opportunity to catch up with uh, two guys that have become some of the most beloved members of this Baylor National Championship team. Jackson Moffitt is what I would call the spiritual leader of the team. I mean, he really is. They, 
These guys uh, listen to him, get a great heart, great spirit, and the man knows how to, to lead a devotional. And then Mark Patterson, the man knows how. He was born to entertain, and he's just a great, great guy. And we had a chance to catch up with both of them. Here is uh, Mark Patterson and Jackson Moffitt on the uh, Matt Mosley Show. With Steve it is Simpsons. the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, so pleased to be joined right now. Jackson Moffitt, Mark Patterson, you've seen them. Lots of videos out there throughout this national championship uh, run. Uh, Jackson, I'll start with you. Um, it, this, this has been, you know, y'all have had a lot of appearances, the parade, everything. I mean, is this, is, is, did it just go beyond anything you could have ever dreamed of? I mean, I, I would have to say doing it in this environment, in a bubble environment, I, I know it was crazy and you felt probably cut off from everybody at some times, but I, in some ways, I would think it almost makes it even better that you kind of had to go through all this adversity to, to accomplish something like this. Yeah, I think um, our team benefited from the circumstance because we all enjoy being around each other. I think that if a lot of teams probably aren't as close as we were, and so being together for as long as we had to be would have been a disadvantage, but for us, it was an advantage. and. Just to, I mean, to win the national championship is a dream come true. I grew up watching the game every year. So to get to be a part of it, to play in it, to win it, it was, it was really special. Yeah, it's, uh, it was fun. And I got to be in Indianapolis and, and, uh, and watch all that. It was unbelievable. And I was seeing videos of Mark dunking. I think that inspired the team as well. Um, Mark, you had some really fun moments during the tournament and, and kind of late in the season. And then one of the great moments was Jackson getting to present to you that, uh, that you had uh, been put on scholarship. And I just can't – I've seen those videos over the years. It never gets old. It's just such a neat, neat moment. And uh, I know we were talking about it a little bit off air. Was it uh, – were, were you kind of overwhelmed? I mean, did it did – it, I mean, <laughs> Did it take a while for that to hit you, the enormity of that? Yeah, and I, I think uh, I, I, I was laughing. I had some friends send me a text after, and they were, they were wondering if I was, like, excited about it. Because if you watch the video, I just, I just like, I was in shock when they did that. Uh, it just, I just wasn't really expecting it at all. And, you know, just, like, from the beginning of the year, just to, you know, where the year ended up, I was just, you know, so grateful and, you know, blessed to be on the team. And so I think I was just like surprised. It, it, and, like after the fact, I called my dad and like, I was getting emotional and like, it was, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a great experience, but it was funny because when it happened, I think I was just, I was in shock. So. Yeah. I, I, it was really fun to, to watch Jackson for you, someone that's, uh, you know, I, I mean, here you are, you're preparing for medical school. I know you're, you do great. You do really, you know, great work academically, but I mean, y'all put in huge hours as walk-ons. So it's almost kind of like, you know, a fraternity, a special fraternity guys that, uh, that, that go through that. What was that like for you, Jackson, sort of, uh, sort of getting to, to be the one who made that announcement and, and, and how much pride did you take in, in being able to, to be the one uh, giving that news out? Yeah, it was special. Uh, I, you know, like you said, it is kind of a, a fraternity and something that Obim taught me, uh, who was the walk-on last year. He taught me that whenever one of us does something good, it happens to all of us. And so to get to, you know, present mark the scholarship was was cool for me because i've seen how hard he's worked and what he's brought to the team it was it was really special it was really special now jackson when mark takes the court i mean now he is a showman uh i saw a reverse layup at one point the man neither one of you guys are are shy is that one of those things when when you put in that much work and suddenly you're given that stage uh, what, no matter what part of the game is late in the game is, is normal. Is it, is it hard not to go out there and want to, you sort of want to stay in the confines of the offense and everything, but what is that like when you suddenly are on that big of a stage? Cause you, it, part of you has to be like, okay, we, all your teammates want you to go score, but is that kind of a, uh, is it kind of difficult to strike that balance? I'll just say Jackson, 
it doesn't seem difficult for Mark. He sort of, he, he comes in firing, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit Mark magic when he gets out there. I, what's funny is me and Matt and Jared have to beg him to shoot and practice. But then when he gets out in the game, it's just like he turns into Kobe or something. <laughs> yeah. No. So I, uh, I don't know what it is. I think when I get on the court in the games, I just like, I feel like I don't have anything to lose. Uh, mm-hmm. So whenever I, I touch the ball, I just, I try to practice it more by trying, you know, like help the team by getting other guys shots. So I, I think I scored more in games in the 21 minutes than I did all year in practice. <laughs> yeah. But both of you guys were like put up a lot of points in high school. I, Jackson, I've seen some of your numbers. Um, I mean, it's like 20-something a game at Magnolia. I mean, is it is that one of those things? It's almost like biblical, how you have to kind of put others first or subvert your uh, ego a little bit. What is that like sort of knowing you're sometimes you're going to put all this work in and then not get as much time as other guys? Do you uh, – is it get frustrating at times? Do you condition yourself to – take that on. I mean, I, I would say that has to be a really interesting mindset of, uh, to, to have been a high school star and then to sort of know your role in college is more to get guy, other guys ready for the game. Yeah. I mean, obviously as a competitor, like you want to be out on the court, but I think that, you know, I'm just really thankful to coach Drew for allowing uh, me to be a part of the, the team. And, and uh, I mean, you, I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't trade, you know, getting to win a national championship with my best friends for anything. So, so it was, I mean, it was a bit, the whole year was just a blessing. By the way, Jackson, it didn't make me feel old at all. When uh, last year or whenever you arrived, somebody called me and said, that's Cammy Carlson's kid out there. Uh, you know, <laughs> I just was sort of, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I'm like, Oh my goodness. Okay. So we're getting to that age. And, uh, that, I got to talk to your mom after one of those games, and, and we were great friends in, in college. So it's a uh, – I, I would say uh, that, that's got to be an unbelievable feeling, Jackson, for your family and your mom to have that legacy, have been there, and and then all of a sudden she's at the national championship watching her son do it for her school. I, that's got to be a – that's got to be a, 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 you know, an unbelievable feeling, I would think. Yeah, it's it was it was really special. My mom's dad, my – grandfather uh played at Baylor a long time ago and so I've bled green and gold for since I since I was born and so like to I actually I told my dad like last year when we were on the 23 game win streak I was like man dad like how cool would it be to to be a part of coach Drew's first national championship and then (laughs) kind of spoke into existence because a year and a half later we literally I literally was a part of coach Drew's first national championship all right, be careful on that spoke speaking it into existence. They'll put you on staff out at Harris Creek or something. Okay, Jackson, <laughs> I mean, you sound you sound very much like a uh, like a pastor. All right, Mark, I'm going to give you the final word. I, this is uh, this is a remarkable run. You know, and here Jackson is taking all these crazy pre med courses and all for you. I mean, what is uh, you get put on scholarship now? I mean, what are y'all? When y'all sit there and y'all are great friends with Jared, I don't, Jackson, I think you live with Jared and may, maybe the other mullet brother. I, I, can't, I have a hard time keeping it all straight. All four of us live together. Oh, Mark's in there too. Yeah. 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 I can I, Mark, do you ever get a, who is the, the biggest live wire in that bunch? Is it My, Myers, the biggest showman on the court? Jared <laughs> seems like the kindest, humblest guy in the world, but seems like a guy behind closed doors could get revved up and have some fun. Do you, who's, who, I mean, what does that, what does that apartment work like? Who's the alpha in that, in that group? Uh, I'd say I'm the alpha for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's hard, hard to say who the alpha is. I think we, we, we we all get revved up around the house. So it's honestly like the, the basketball aspect of this year has been obviously incredible, but just to like get to know these three guys on like a deep level and like, you know, these are friends I'll have for a long time. So it, that, that's been, been a, a, a tremendous amount of fun just to, you know, hang out with them. So, yeah. All right. And so Jackson in a dunk contest now on a, 
you might take him, Jackson. You're a little uh, taller, and so on a on an actual goal, you may have a, a decided advantage. But on that goal that we saw, like before y'all's devotional or whatever, where Mark was putting on his show, now Jackson has gotten better. Uh, not Jackson. Um, your your Jared's gotten better about like ducking in traffic. Like he's I, he's he's even added to his game. But Myers kind of crazy. But who puts on who would put on the best dunk show between the four of you guys? I mean, I mean I, I, pound for pound for pound, definitely Mark. Uh, I would say <laughs> I would say Matt Matthew's a freak. Like that dude can that dude can jump out of the gym. Um, Jared, don't don't be fooled. Jared can barely dunk, and like we Rim we crazy. Tell that all the time. Uh, but yeah no Matthew is Matthew's winning the dunk contest for sure now if it was a three-point contest it would be no questionably me but uh if if you've seen that old if you've seen that old McDonald's commercial with uh with Larry Bird and Michael Jordan I'm definitely Mm -hmm. the the three-point guy and he's the (laughs) and he's the dunker All right. Well, uh, now uh, Myers declared for the NBA draft, so that'll be interesting. I hope uh, I, I if I were you guys, I would put out a statement just to kind of almost uh, kind of uh, troll Meyer a little bit and just say both of you guys have decided to stay at Baylor. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to see it announced. But well, listen, guys, it's fun uh, to catch up with you, and uh, it's you guys have been. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Y'all have fun. And then you're extremely important for the team, by the way, and like scout team and stuff. Do they ever say Patterson, you're, you're Suggs or uh, Moffitt. You got to be Timmy today uh, and, and do the uh, mustache celebration. Do y'all, do y'all, do y'all, does that happen like football where you got to play the roles of, of certain star players sometimes? Uh, yeah, that, that happens. And that, you know, that can make for a really fun or, or, uh, boring practice, depending on who you're assigned. But the, the fun <laughs> ones are, are when you're assigned Jalen Suggs and, and the coaches tell you to, if you see like the rim at all, just shoot the ball. And so it, it, it definitely <laughs> makes for some, some really fun practices sometimes. All right, Jackson, could you give me a Drew Timmy? Give me, a, give me a Drew Timmy. Well, we're, this is going to be on radio, so it won't work. I'm looking at you on Zoom right now. But give me a Drew Timmy celebration on a dunk. Man, just <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'll tell you one thing. If I, if I would have gotten the score in the national championship game, I totally would have pulled out the mustache thing. <laughs> <laughs> the internet would have broken. Yeah, Nance would have loved that. So. I mean, guys, it'll all hit you. I mean, you know what's happened, but like even 20 years from now, like I think this is going to even, you may even appreciate this even more. But uh, I admire the way you guys approach everything. It's been a lot of fun to watch you and uh, appreciate you guys uh, hopping on with me today. Yeah, thanks for having us. I think that this, uh, we got to do this with our, with some of our best friends and uh, we won't be, we won't stop talking about it anytime soon. That was Matt Mosley with uh, Jackson Moffitt and Mark Patterson. Fun uh, group of guys. That that Baylor team, they had so much chemistry, and obviously it, it's a lot of fun to look back on it now, I'm sure, with them winning the national title. We're supposed to have Jackson on again on Monday because Jackson and Matthew Meyer, the Mullet brothers, are doing a little media tour set up by David Kay. Uh, so we're scheduled to have those guys on Monday as our coverage continues of Baylor basketball Um, We'll also start getting you ready for the NFL draft, which is coming up in a few weeks. But coming up next, the John Morris Show from 2 to 3. This has been the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.